Hey everybody, we're back for another episode of Sheer Geekdom. Today we got a little bit of anime, a little bit of Peacemaker, a little bit of wrestling. It's going to be a short episode, but don't forget we also have our Marvel vs. DC mega event going on right now. Are you ready to get it, Black Barbie 116 Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready to get it, Lil' Chris? Yes. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mr. Chris. Little Chris. And Black Barbie 116. Back again with another episode of Sure Geekdom. Hope everybody out there is doing all right, staying warm, and staying safe. And survived that ice storm we just had last week. Little baby ice storm. Hey, it still did some damage. We still had ice up until this afternoon in our driveway. Yeah, it'll probably be ice again tomorrow morning. Please not. I don't want to have to walk on it. Because it just keeps melting and then freezing overnight, and then it's just a pain. Pain in the butt. So, like we did last week, we're going to get straight into our Marvel versus DC Super Mega Evolution uh, Extravaganza event. Now, the results from last week, it was overwhelming. I knew what the result was going to be even before we had this. Because what did I tell you when we made up our list and we was naming off the heroes and villains that we had on our list? That the only person on my list that would win would dark, be Dark Side. Yeah, the only person without a doubt, no matter who I put up against, except for maybe Thanos, and that's a maybe, was Dark Side. And overall social media, that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, overwhelmingly Dark Side won. Only one person, I believe, voted for. It was one vote for Black Bolt. And I, think, I, I didn't even vote for Black Bolt. And I think the person who voted for Black Bolt thought that they were African-American. Yeah, so even I voted for uh, for Dark Side. So, yeah. He was my sister. Yeah. So, this week, we got another lineup. Now, remember the way that we're doing this. I've came up with a list of 10 Marvel characters. Black Barbie 116 has came up with a list of 10 DC characters. Now, we have everything written down on note cards because we've done our research and blah, 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 and all that. And little Chris will choose one randomly from my stack and then one from Black Barbie stack. And those two will be the head to head competitors this week. So it says it next. This isn't actually like dream matchups or anything like that. It's completely random. No, because if it was dream matchups, I would have said Grifter versus Deadpool. You know, Thanos versus Darkseid. So at this point, I mean, the way I, you know, the way we set this up, we wanted it to be where it's like, you know, if it really went down, you're not going to absolutely have X person against Y person. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's kind of like if two just happened to meet up, who would win the battle? So just like last week, we're going to have Lil Chris pick the two cards. So who are you picking from first? Marvel. Okay. Now go pick your DC one. Okay, so who do we have from the DC side first? Green Lantern. Green Lantern. John Stewart's Green Lantern, because there's a difference between all three, all the, not three, all different Green Lanterns. And who do we got from the Marvel side? Dark Phoenix. 
Oh shit. Oh god, this is a this is a battle of the intergalactic this is an intergalactical battle. Oh, Interstellar shit. battle. Oh shit. So I don't who know. who went first last week? I went first last week. So this week I guess I'm gonna go first. Now I have the one, the only Dark Phoenix. Now the thing about the Dark Phoenix is the Dark Phoenix wasn't the Dark Phoenix was not a um, a character that was around for a long time. It was a very short span, but a very prolific uh, uh, run with Dark Phoenix. Now, what a lot of people don't know and what I didn't know that I learned is that the Dark Phoenix was not, in fact, Jean Grey. The Dark Phoenix is a cosmic energy entity called the Phoenix Force. Now... Jean Grey was in a space shuttle that was going to crash and they were all going to die. And the Phoenix Force saved Jean Grey. Now, what it did was take her likeness, her powers, her abilities, all that, and became Jean Grey. Now, Jean Grey, she was put into a a bubble or an egg Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the Jamaican Bay. So... That's something I didn't know. I don't know if anybody else knew that. I know she knew that. But I'm, a, I'm a huge Dark Phoenix fan. I have Dark Phoenix dolls. And another thing about when it comes to the Dark Phoenix, like I said, it's the Dark Phoenix is, is Jean Grey. It's Jean Grey and her powers to the max. So that's basically because if you just did the Phoenix Force by itself, that's a whole different thing. So basically what I had to do was I just had to take Jean Grey and give her skill set, her powers, what she's done. And you just got to try to picture that in, you know, in, in, in 10 times the power. Because like I said, there wasn't really a whole lot that the Dark Phoenix did. Now, the only thing that Dark Phoenix did um, really to note is that the Dark Phoenix got pissed off after, he became, after she became the Dark Phoenix and devoured a star. And then the supernova from the star killed billions of people. Now, any other time, it was just the Phoenix. And then you had, you know, you also had your version of the White Phoenix. But the the Phoenix Force was drawn, it, it was drawn to Jean Grey because of her strong empath power. It sensed it. And it wanted to go to somebody powerful. Some of the powers that Jean Grey has, like I said, you gotta take these powers and multiply them. So, has the power of flight, telekinetic weapons, empath powers, um, telepathic defenses, transmutation, telekinesis, psychic siphoning, telepathy. And as Jean Grey, she's done such things such as broke through Juggernaut and Magneto's uh, telepathy shielded helmets. Which you got to figure there's something that Charles Xavier couldn't even do. But Jean Grey did it. And she also ripped apart the body of Apocalypse after breaking his his mental defenses. Apocalypse. She tore that man down from the inside out. And that's what I got for the Dark Phoenix. Okay, so I have the Green Lantern. I have probably one of my favorite Green Lanterns. Actually, he is my favorite. I have John Stewart, Mr. John Stewart himself. Um 
a little background about Mr. John Stewart. Mr. John Stewart was the second Green Lantern of the Earth sector after Hal Jordan. He was a oh the Guardians of OA decided that they needed another Green Lantern as a backup to Hal Jordan, so they brought along um, John Stewart. Now I will say this: it's Black History Month, so it's kind of fitting that we have a black superhero right now. Um, so he was a backup to Hal Jordan. Um, his affiliations, he's been with the Justice League of America. He's been with, of course, the Green Lanterns Corp. He's also been with the Guardians of the Universe and the Dark Stars. The thing about Jon Stewart is he, what makes him the one of the most likable Green Lanterns is that he could relate to the problems and the issues of African-Americans. Um, there was a couple of, um, DC comics where, uh, it was, he was subjected to a lot of racism because he wasn't the white Green Lantern. He wasn't the, he wasn't Hal Jordan. He wasn't even Cal Rayner. And I think Cal Rayner is biracial. I think he's Asian and white. And then some people even like Guy Gardner. Now I'm not a fan of Guy Gardner. I mean, I think he's a rogue, but it's Jon Stewart for me. So his powers and abilities are the use of he uses the power ring which everyone knows that the famous power ring of the green lanterns i'm not going to recite the um they're saying because most people know their model already um with the power ring he has flight he has a force field he has generation of hard light constructs and he can translate any language from anywhere and it's anywhere in the universe so he could talk to any, someone from Mars, somebody from even another multi-universe that's from another galaxy. He can talk to them all. He And he's actually, in the Justice League, he is also one of their translators, their main translators. So when they're on an, inter, an interstellar excursion, he's their main translator. And plus, everyone in the galaxy knows who the Green Lanterns are. They literally are the police of the galaxy. And also, one thing that I found out, see, there's the thing about what me and Mr. Chris have been doing. We've learned new things that we didn't know. One thing I learned about Jon Stewart is that unlike the other Green Lanterns, he doesn't have a physical ring. His physical ring got destroyed by Sinestro. So his ring is actually embedded into his skin. So the ring on his finger is just his real, it's his real finger. And so... It's branded on his finger, which allows his body to act like the power ring. So this man's whole body is a power ring. And then his heart is the battery that charges the ring. So I thought that was pretty cool because that's something I did not know. Because, you know, if you watch the Justice League um, Unlimited or if you watch the regular Justice League series, he's wearing a ring like everybody else. And it all the constructs. But in the comic books, it's manifested. His body is a whole power ring. I don't know how... That's awesome in itself. So most of his notable wins, he doesn't have like any individual wins because a lot of times he's been always affiliated with a team. And I mean, he's always he's always affiliated with a team, but he does have good moments. Some of his most notable battles and wins is the Sinestro Corpse War when Sinestro and the Green and the Yellow Lanterns all came to attack. And then the Green Lanterns. John Stewart was the main one, and he was one of the main people to take down Sinestro. Not too many people can say that. Um, his Worlds Collide, that's a really good series to read. The Blackest Night, that's another good series to read. That The Blackest Night is, I believe, it's about the zombies 
the um the black lanterns coming back and the thing about black lanterns they're zombies so anybody can get a black anybody could be a black lantern that's died in the one animated movie we watched i believe um a couple of like i think batman superman and wonder woman became black lanterns because the rings was going on to the different people who were quote-unquote dying but then they all got brought back by the white lanterns in the white light so that was a really good series and then the war of the green lanterns the war of the green lanterns he was the leader and he led the way for the other green lanterns the the best side of the green lanterns to go against the bad side and i believe it was hal jordan who was leading the other side of the Green Lanterns, because they were fed up with the thing, the way that OA was doing things, and they wanted it to stop. Or the Guardians, they wanted it to stop. So you had John Stewart, who was like, "They gave us these powers. We're gonna use them, and we're gonna fight for them." So, as of 2021, as of um, December of 2021, Green Lantern John John Stewart's Green Lantern is now um, more powerful than Superman. It has been noted by dc that he now has many different cosmic energies that he can he can wield um he wields more cosmic energies than superman and that is kind of a that's an amazing feat considering the fact that superman is literally the top tier guy in dc um right now they said that one of the cosmic energies that they're thinking about letting him wield is the speed force if the green lantern can if he can wield the speed force, he's literally the most powerful being in DC because the speed force is what the, the, the flash, well, all the flashes use. And that's how they get in between different multiverses, different, um, different time periods, everything. So could you imagine a black man who's already a green lantern, who was in the shadow of a white man now can wield different cosmic energies of the DC universe. I mean, John Stewart could literally become a, a villain and take down Superman. And he could probably take down the whole Justice League. Maybe not Batman. Because it's Batman. But he could. So that's my case. I'm going to go with the Green Lantern, John Stewart. So let me get this straight. Out of all of the accomplishments that you mentioned, they were all a part of a team. So no individual accomplishments. Because, okay. Not only that. But your argument that he's stronger than Superman is just from them saying he's stronger than Superman without there actually being any type of fight or any type of. Well, there hasn't been a fight because up. he just in the newest issue that just came out in December, um, he was granted these new powers and abilities that he had never had before. So this is fairly new. This is fairly new information that he is now one of the most powerful beings in the DC universe, which is still yet to be seen because he actually has to do something first in order for us to be able to see just how strong he is now. Well, no, I'll take go... that back because the one, it, one of his ways of how he discovered or how they discovered he was, he took down a new God. Who did I say last week was a new God? Who? Dark side. Dark side is a new God. Is that in print? <laughs> Yes. Where? It's DC. I mean, it's one of their comic books that came out in December. I don't know the actual issue number. Hmm. But yes, John Stewart took down. He didn't take down Darkseid. He took down one of the other new gods. There are several different new gods. Not going to make this a racial thing, but you know, it's stay black, y'all. 
So, but no, I would pick Dark. We haven't even picked who we. I'm going to pick Dark Phoenix, but who are we going with? Because I'm a Dark Phoenix fan, so I'm going to pick Dark Phoenix. Who are you going with, Lil Chris? Dark Phoenix. You don't want to turn on your daddy this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just like last week, we'll have the polls open on Facebook, on Twitter, um, Instagram for everybody to vote. So moving on. There's been an anime that I had started watching. I actually started watching it without Black Barbie. And then she picked up on it after. It's really good. And it's called Blast of the Tempest. Now, this is just me going through and trying to find random animes and seeing what they're about. Hold on. Before you start, where is it? Where can we find it at? On Crunchyroll. Is that that place we pay for that nobody really uses but every now and then? Well, I'm obviously using it. Now we're using it now. Okay. And I was watching One Piece on it, but I got burned out because I tried to binge it. There's no binging One Piece. Told you. I tried. And I probably, I think I got up to almost episode 300. So, I did a damn good job. Hold on. There's over a thousand episodes, Christopher. But anyway, the anime is called Blast of Tempest. Um, To give a general overview of it, it's about a dude, his friend... His friend's sister, she dies. The brother's trying to figure out who did it. Somehow he comes across some uh, some magic talisman that a princess has stranded on an island left behind. So he has to help her. The friend gets involved. And now we have a big to-do about what's going on. Not going to go too deep into it. I'm on episode 13 out of 24. So it's one of your shorter animes. I know some people don't like the long, drawn-out animes. This one's only 24 episodes. So, if you're a fan of um, action, kind of drama, twists and turns, uh, a lot of flip-flops, a lot of surprises, then this is a good anime to see. So, it has the sheer geekdom thumbs-up Blast of Tempest. I'll post it on, uh, on the Facebook page and the Twitter page, too, so everybody can check that out so moving along from that i guess we're moving on to peacemaker all right so we are on we have watched episode six of peacemaker i i really i forgot the name of this episode um but this episode was another one it was another banger just like last week's um i don't want to give too much away because like i said season one's coming to an end um, we have tomorrow's episode, and then we have next week, and then see, I'm not going to get Peacemaker for a while. Um, this show, I, I'm, it's probably one of the best shows I've watched besides Abbott Elementary. It's probably one of the best shows of this 2021, 2022, 2022 um, television schedule. Um, there's, they're not doing too much wrong with this. James Gunn is a genius. Um, I know he had some controversy around him. Disney fired him, then they brought him back. I mean, this man, cre- I mean, he created the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And now he's doing Peacemaker. Rumblings at Disney is that they want him to do the new Deadpool movie. I hope not. We already got enough annoyance out of Star-Lord and Peacemaker. We don't need Deadpool being extra annoying. Deadpool is extra annoying. No, we don't need James Gunn's annoying did you see did you watched you hold on hold on but you gotta figure with with what we've seen from james gunn with guardians with um suicide Suicide squad 2 with peacemaker 
he is kind of a good fit for the character of Deadpool. He is, but he it's because he draws off of that whole 80s uh, pop culture, the obscure songs that nobody really liked or... Well, in Guardians of the Galaxy's case, every song was a, a hit, like a hit back in the day. With Peacemaker, you got him liking those obscure 80s hair bands that hardly no They wasn't mainstream. And then with Deadpool, don't get me wrong, we did get, you know, Careless Whispers in the first movie. I forgot what the second movie, what the, the main song was. But we don't need it again. Because, I mean, I don't want... And then, oh, I'm sorry. And then Suicide Squad, we kept getting all the other songs and stuff. We don't need James Gunn's... Because, I mean, his... I hate to say this, but his style is the same. What did I? What did we say about the, the Suicide Squad? Because they don't call it Suicide Squad 2. What did we say about the Suicide Squad? What did you say about the Suicide Squad? It was like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it was rated R. It really was. The way the transitions from scene to scene... Like, don't get me wrong, Guardians of the, I mean, the Suicide Squad, the transitions were kind of cool, how the fires would make the, the name of the next part of the movie that they were getting into, or the chapter they was getting into, but it's been, it, So Marvel did it. So, you, you don't want to have James Gunn because of music and because of scene transitions. I mean, it, I just feel like the style is the same. But De Deadpool was unique. The first Deadpool movie was unique. The second one was really, really unique, especially with the X Force. I mean, I'm just saying. I think. But I mean, you're not going to get the same directors on it, though. So, I mean, you got to take it somewhere, and you got to put well, somebody. Well, they there. said Brian Reynolds wants to direct it himself. Well, I mean, if he wants to do it, more power to him. I mean, I hope he does. But I don't but think he wants James Gunn's influence in it either. I don't know. I mean, if there was anybody that I would put in that position, James Gunn would be at the top of my list. Would he be my number one pick? Probably not. Well, no. What's his name? Taka Waikiki, the dude who do that did the um, the Thor movies. He wasn't. He's not a bad pick as a director. I mean, he does almost the same thing as James Gunn. His is just way different. But you got to figure a, a character like Thor. And a character like Deadpool is two totally different characters. Like they but are look not what the he same did whatsoever. To, but look what he did to Thor in that in the third movie. Yeah, exactly. He made him. He made him more hilarious. He made him goofy. Exactly. That makes no sense. That's one thing I haven't liked about the MCU is they've tried to make put comedy in everything. And plus, I think Taka Waikiki might be the guy because he was in Fall Guy as the villain with Brian Reynolds. I don't know. I just. I mean, there's just been rumblings that because of how he's doing with Peacemaker, Disney's kind of like, we need to give James Gunn more, you know, even mm. though the controversy that was surrounding him, even though cancel culture did come for him because Disney did let him go, but they brought him back, but they brought him back under, you know, be on your best behavior. But the stuff that he tweeted out and the stuff that he said was like from years and years and years ago. Mm. And I felt like that at that point, Yes, the things he said was homophobic. Yes, the things he said was, you know, a tad bit racist. But at the same time, it's he did say those years ago and he said it kind of as a joke. It was a poor it was a poor joke, poorly tasted joke. But it's not, you know, it's not like Joe Rogan bad. Yeah, see, I didn't even know anything about that. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that James James Gunn got fired because he didn't even finish directing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He got fired in the middle of it. No, I knew nothing about that. Yeah, they fired him in the middle of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, they had another director finish up the movie. And then they brought him back to direct 3. Because a lot of fans was like, you know what? We forgive James Gunn 
it happened years and years ago. He tweeted out some really homophobic things some and racist things, some very, you know, very anti-Jewish things. He tweeted all that. But this was, I mean, we're talking, they went back to 2010s. This was like the 2010s, the 2000s. That wasn't that long ago. No, but at the same time, he did apologize for those tweets back when he did them. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like he censored himself. But you know how people get when they start digging for things because they're trying to, you know, and they, my thing is, he apologized back then. He apologized now. Disney brought him back. There's nothing we can do about it. You know what I'm saying? True. I just, I don't, I mean, I just feel like with Deadpool, if Ryan Reynolds wants to be the one to direct it, let him direct it. Either he's going to fail or he's going to do good at it. And at this point, I think Deadpool could be a total ass wife of a movie and people would still watch it and it would still break box office numbers because people like Ryan Reynolds, people like Deadpool. It's one of the, that's like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. It could taste nasty one day, but you're going to like it the next day. True that, true that. So moving right along, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. We are already almost done. We are getting into wrestling, but we're not talking about WWE. We're not talking about AEW. Hell, we're not even talking about New Japan. Well, we are kind of talking about New Japan a little bit. Because February 18th, we have the current New Japan Strong Champion, Tom Lawler, in action. As well as the Bev, Ryan Mathis, Jordan Blade. It's going to be a stake doubleheader show. So if you haven't got your tickets for that, get them. Then March 4th, we have uh, the red brand still striving. Um, we don't have a card on that yet as far as who all is going to be competing. Um, we know that Suge D is going to be there. Hoodfoot, Byron Reed. Um, as far as matches, we don't know yet. We don't think they got that far, but we got that going on. So, once again, you can pick up your tickets for that too. And anybody that wants to sponsor a match... Hit up Paradigm Pro Wrestling, and they will get you hooked up. And that's on the 4th. Now, on the 5th and 6th, we have Impact coming to Louisville. In Nulu. In Nulu. So, more than likely, that weekend, we are going to be busy because more than likely, we are going to all three shows. Because I want to see Tasha Steeles. That's really all I got on that. That's going to be a, a stacked week of wrestling. <laughs> um, I'm already tired thinking about it. I don't know. I just, oh, you'll be going to your first impact taping. It'll be our first one too. So yeah, true, true. But yeah, I'm really thinking about, go, thinking about getting it. Yeah. We got our vaccine cards because they are requiring you to have your vaccine cards or a negative vaccine test. Yes. I think they said us uh, 72 hours from your PCR test. And 24 hours at like a, a home rapid test. So if you're planning on going, be prepared for that. Now right. they said mask, optional. But you do have to be vaccinated or have a negative uh, COVID test. Sweet. Now also a paradigm is, you know, we're getting close to the end, I do believe, of the UWFI Contender Series, which... The new episode will be on tonight at 10 p.m. right after AEW. So make sure you check that out. 
So after you find out who crosses through that forbidden door of AEW, make sure you tune into IWTV so you can watch the UWFI rules. It's only $10 a month, too. And you get all kinds of, not just Paradigm Pro Wrestling, but you get all kinds of other indie wrestling. Old, from back in the day, you can see like some old CM Punk if you're a CM Punk fan. You can see some old Samoa Joe, some old like MJF. You can see some old Orange Cassidy, whoever you're into, you can see them on IWTV. That's right. So I have decided to, well, Olivia started with me, but then she quit. Um, or not yet. I've decided to remodel Olivia's old dollhouse so that I can make it a space for, because Olivia doesn't use it anymore. And, and it was just sitting in a closet collecting space. And you know what? I'm not going to be honest with you. I don't know how much room that was taking up space in the closet because it cleared out a lot of space in that closet. So I'm going to start redecorating and posting it on Instagram and Facebook. So Mr. Chris actually helped me out tons yesterday because I'm not good at measuring things and I'm not good at cutting stuff. Um, so Mr. Chris helped me out tremendously and I want to thank him for that. So thank you, sir. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So it's about that time. Like we do every time. Where can they find you? Miss Black Barbie. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Black Barbie 116. You can also find me on Facebook at Ariel Cottrell. You can also find me on the Sheer Geekdom group on Facebook the Sheer Geekdom group on the Sheer Geekdom page on Twitter. And then also you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram page is now slowly turning into a, I guess like a Barbie Instagram page. So I'm slowly turning that over. I'm still going to be doing wrestling. I'm still going to be posting about Sheer Geekdom. I'm still going to be sharing out the, the episodes. So you can follow me on that. Um, I think that's all you can follow me at. And as far as me, you can find me at Christopher Lee on Facebook. You can find me in the Sheer Geekdom group on Facebook. And you can also find me on the Sheer Geekdom uh, Twitter page. I'm the one that pretty much runs it. So majority of the stuff you see is from me. So if you see some bullshit, more than likely that is not Black Barbie. It's me. So don't come for her. Okay. So now we're going to move into shout outs. Who are you shouting out today? Well, first, I'm going to let little Chris go. Who do you want to shout out? myself spoken like a true villain all right shout out to paradigm pro wrestling um thank you guys for letting us know because last weekend we were supposed to go to um a show but it was canceled because of weather and we totally knew um shout out to paradigm for like giving us a heads up and also saying hey do you guys want your money back or do you want us to or do you want to just keep it we said keep it and we'll just sponsor the next show because there's no point in taking that money back because we was just going to use it towards y'all anyway so shout outs to you guys shout outs to power ups and power bombs we have episodes that drop every friday so make sure you check it out it's me drizzy and bernard bernard's been working a lot so it's been me and drizzy kind of um basically carrying the load but that's okay when bernard comes back he can carry the load too so shout outs to uh, Power Ups and Power Bombs. Shout outs to Random Digits. Shout outs to NAL, the Nation of African American Wrestling. Um, pretty, it's a really good group on Facebook. You do not have to be African American to follow them on Facebook either. So if you want to join on Facebook, you can. It is a, 
it is I'm not saying it's not pro black, but they are we are very it's very black centric wrestling. And not even just black centric. We just talk about everything. They talk about everything wrestling. So shout outs to Nal. Shout outs to our kids, Christopher and Olivia, or little Chris and Livy Boo. Um every week he wants to be on the show, but he wants to shout out himself. So I'm just gonna shout you out again. But that is all I have. Alrighty, so that is it for this week's episode. We thank everybody who made it this far and listened to it. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share. Let us know what you think. If we suck, tell us. If you like it, tell us. We want to know. I don't care. I just want somebody to talk to me because I'm so lonely. But anyways, this is Mr. Chris. Little Chris. I'm Black Barbie 116. And we are out till next week. Peace.